And so that's what started, in essence, my professional career. Not exactly, you know, how I'd envision it, but to be honest with you, as many of you know, but for those who don't know, this was not my first choice. This is not like I had no plan for this. This was not in my mind a goal, dream, you know, if you like dream career, none of this, right? It was this was not on the radar. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back to the Inner Power Podcast. And if you are a return listener, listener, I just want to give you a big shout out and a big, huge thank you for once again tuning in and being a loyal listener. But of course, if this is your first time finding me, I want to say hello and welcome. And I really do hope that you find something here that you know can inspire you or lead you in a more positive space and that's what this podcast is all about and this is where it kind of leads into this one and I've got to say this episode was beautifully inspired when I've had the privilege and good time of interviewing and chatting to a you know, relatively new mate of mine but I, I just consider him a good friend because we just clicked Nick Demos, and I've interviewed him, and he'll be in episodes coming up. So stay tuned for that one. But he is an amazing, amazing guy, and it's so beautiful to chat with him. And as we're doing, this is where this episode really got inspired. And it's also connected to my own personal journey. And what you'll find, I really hope that this will inspire you in your own journey. And where this kind of came from, so just to give you that little bit of background, was I was actually taking Nick through some of my journey. And of course, if you have read my book, Searching Spirit, you'll be quite familiar with it. If not, you can have a look at that. But I'm going to brief you on this just in case you are new, you're new to my world, you're new to my sphere. That's okay. I'm going to give you the background here anyway. So what was really, really fascinating was that we were talking about the transition. And I'm talking about the transition of how did this all of a sudden, you know, my spiritual side, how did it get to become the business or the entrepreneur? How did all that kind of, you know, come about? And it was quite interesting because I'd never really been asked in that way. I know it's my path, but it was very interesting because we were looking at and examining this from a very, very different angle. And this is something that I had seen and I saw it as a part of my journey, but I didn't actually notice until recently after talking with him that this was a little bit more important than I thought. And I was like, wow. And as we were debriefing after the podcast, he was like, that's so important, Pete. He's like, people need to hear that. So I was like, okay, right. I'll, I'll take the hint and I'll explore this a little bit further. So what was really interesting? So let's go back and I'll give you where this kind of comes from and how this happened for me because I'm, again, in a beautiful evolution of myself and a beautiful evolution of my business and my brand, which I'm absolutely so happy about. And I just, honestly, it's no better feeling when you really start to connect more with yourself, 
your own work and that passion and it just really starts to feel like it's aligning and that is something that I want for every single one of you. If you are that person, you're listening to this and you are that person who is got a little bit of an entrepreneurial bone in your body or a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit and you've got a, you know, a spiritual inclination like I do and obviously many of my listeners do and you're looking at going, what can I do with this? I'm not sure, you know, how's it going to be or whatever stuff's up, whatever's fail. You go through all these questions. If this is kind of you, then I'm telling you right now, this is the episode for you because this is how it occurred for me and I really hope this might inspire you. So what it leads to is that sometimes you may not even recognize the value that you already have. Not just the value, but also the knowledge, the wisdom, the expertise, the experience. Like there's so much that you probably already contain and have within you, but all that's stopping you is a little bit of lack of self-belief. Now, Sometimes what you got to understand is if you're not aware of it, you may be receiving hints and signs and, you know, nudges from our good old energy in and around us, universe, spirit, you know, whatever you wish, God, whatever you want to call it. You may be receiving signs, but you're not even seeing them as that. And I'm hoping through this little example that you might start to go, wow, this is actually happening. I didn't recognize that. So when exploring this topic of taking realistically what was a spiritual interest at the time when I was younger, and then just exploring it, having fun. Though it was that was all it was for me. It was it was just I loved it. I never ever viewed it as a business. I never really even viewed it as a side hustle. I never saw that aspect of it. It was just something that I enjoyed doing and working with people at the same time. Then through obviously Mother Nature and Universe's workings. Of course, I, you know, we had to evacuate Japan through the earthquake, tsunami and radiation and we came back to Australia. But at that point, like I had already been overseas for, you know, close to 10 years. It makes it hard to, to walk back into a, a semi-decent job when you've just, you know, giving birth to your first child and you're restarting your life essentially. So it, obviously that made it very hard. And then, of course, comes the big thing of are we going to stay in Australia? So it was a really topsy-turvy, very uncertain, unstable period of our life naturally. But in that moment, it was just a beautiful tapestry of happenings that really allowed the things to come to fruition. And what it was, was the first one was that I connected up with an old friend of mine. He was also a reader and I trusted him. And I went to see him. And in that moment when I saw him, he says, you know what, believe it or not, I know a lady who runs a shop and she's looking for readers if you'd like to give it a go. Now, you got to remember, by this point, I hadn't ever read in Japan. I was just reading for myself. I've never been in a retail environment for this. I'd never been someone walks in and yes, come, come in, come in behind the beautiful dark velvet curtain and I'll read your future. It was, <laughs> it was like, no, it wasn't, there was we didn't, where I worked was not like that. But you know, you have, it's amazing the images that you build up in your mind about what you see. And I, I did do that. Like I remember when, when I was young, I actually went for a, a reading and we were behind <laughs> the dark purple velvet curtain. And it's like, if you're like, oh, this is very, you know, very mystical and, you know, whatever else. But on that, I'll tell you what, I'd love to hear, if you're listening to this, I'd actually love to hear 
your experience of one of your first readings in a shop. I'd love to hear the experience because I tell you what, I get a kick out of hearing people's experiences like that because there's usually something that's happening or something going on and they always make for an interesting chat and uh, reading as well. So if you do, please let us know on the socials and or even on email. I'd love to hear from you on that one. But anyway, so what was happening is I went to the shop and I introduced myself and I only met the daughter at the time. Her name was Annie. And she was like, we've got along because we we're very kind of similar age bracket. She's a little bit younger than me, but obviously a little bit of the younger generation. And so it's, it's fine. Anyway, so she says, oh, you know, my mum's not here today. You'll have to come back tomorrow. So that's what I ended up doing. And that's fine. And like, I had no expectations. I had no hope. I didn't even know what I was walking into. I had no idea how this worked. I had, I was really kind of like, okay, whatever. So came back the next day and obviously Annie introduced me to her mum and her mum's Gordana, who remains a very, very beautiful, good friend of mine today. And we've had some wonderful adventures together. I wonder if she'll listen to this. And she's like, oh. So and a few of you have who have been around me long enough actually do know of her as well. And uh, of course, she is mentioned in the book. But the whole point is, though, is we at that time, we just kind of connected. And the biggest thing that needs to happen in those spaces is quite often is the owner will ask you to do a trial reading. And of course, okay, no problem, we'll do that. So we went out the back and we did a trial reading. Well, that trial reading, we ended up stopped reading within 10 minutes and we were in deep conversation and throes of things way beyond channeling aspect. And we just realized, wow, there is a connection here. And she asked, there's just something about you. When would you like to start? And I said, well, when would you like me to start? So it became a really very, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it, it flowed very naturally. It was like, you know, the, the, the norms that were kind of been taken through, but it all just didn't happen. It was, there was, there was a different type of energy that was happening here. But anyway, so as it turned out, she goes, oh, can you start on Friday? It was like two days later. I said, no problem. So came in on that Friday and I rocked up and said, you know, okay. She goes, yeah, just when someone walks in, you go at the back and we do that. We'll take the money and you get the money at the day. So beautiful. No problem. Well, I tell you what, woof, that was a day and a half. I think I went through seven readings in that day. I had never done that much reading in a long time. And when I came out at the end of the day and I was speaking with Gordana, she happened to me, she goes, oh my goodness, she goes, I don't know what you're doing. She goes, that's the second busiest day we've ever had. I was like, oh, wow, really? She goes, yeah. She goes, wow. So that was a really kind of beautiful like testament and sign that obviously the energetics and the chemistry that we're having were, were quite good. And it was a beautiful thing. And so that's what started, in essence, my professional career. Not exactly, you know, how I'd envision, but to be honest with you, as many of you know, but for those who don't know, this was not my first choice. This is not like I had no plan for this. This was not in my mind a goal, dream, you know, if you like dream career, none of this, right? It would this was not on the radar. The the spiritual side and doing these things, it was just something that I enjoyed doing. It did not register at all in terms of becoming a career, earning money from it. And even where it is today to speak in front of, you know, hundreds and thousands of people. So it was a beautiful start to it. And we kind of went through that. But then, like, in a very short space of time, then all of a sudden came the next shift, next change, next challenge, if you would like. And not a bad challenge, not a difficult challenge, just like 
let's just say the next opportunity. That's a good way of looking at the next opportunity came along. And so once we did this, like I was there and I was, you know, standing in the shop. So obviously when I wasn't out the back reading, I would be out in the shop and I'd be talking to customers, you know, we'd be chatting or moving, you know, stock around or whatever else because I just like to help out that way. But this particular day, it was very, very interesting because it was relatively early in the morning, about 9.30, so shop opens at 9, so 9.30, and I remember this lady walks in and she kind of comes in and you could just tell straight away, not interested in shopping, wasn't interested in reading, as you could Someone you could see on her face, it was a she was a woman on a mission and she had a question, she wanted it answered. Anyway, so she comes up and she comes up to Gordana and you know, I'm obviously within earshots because it's a relatively small shop. But as she says, she goes, I just want to ask a quick question. And of course, Gordana's, yes, sure. She goes, Can you tell me where do I go to learn this? And at that time, the shop wasn't big enough. We didn't have a space. And she's like, oh, look, you know, I, I used to do it uh, back when I was down south, but I don't do it. We don't, you know, the whole explanation. So in short, we don't know. And right now, we can't help you. Of course, the lady was a little bit, you know, flat after that. And and I've like, you know, she's just walked out the door and, you know, good aunt and I have glanced at each other like eye to eye. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, I said, oh, you know, but this, honestly, when you don't have the space and you don't have, you, there's nothing you can do. And it was, it's a little bit disappointing to turn people away like that. But what was interesting, half an hour later, another lady walks into the shop and you would not believe it. Same face, same look, okay? Not exactly the same, you know, it wasn't the same person, but had that same demeanor on her face. And it was just like this whole thing of, oh, and then all of a sudden she goes, I just need to ask a question where can I go to learn this stuff? And it was just like, Gordana didn't even answer the lady. She just looked at me and I heard it and I looked at her. We just exchanged this glare of like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, And of course, unfortunately, we had to give this lady the same answers we did the first one. And so anyway, so she's walked out and the whole thing is, you know, and again, walked out flat, a little bit disappointed, you know, and, and I get that. It's, it's really, really hard when you, when you know you're looking for something, you want to learn something and you think, where do I go? And you're not getting answers. It can get frustrating at times and, and quite disappointing. And of course, we had a bit of a chat afterwards and like, oh, you know, whatever else. Anyway, so the good thing is I had a couple of readings and the, and the afternoon and the day rolled on. Then came 2.30 and lo and behold, another lady walks into the shop. A lot of ladies walk into the shop, okay, by the way, because, you know, majority of my listenership and my audience are female. So any of the gentlemen out there, hands up and who to you. I, I appreciate you guys because we are limited in number when it comes to this side of things in this world. So a big uh, shout out to you guys that are listening and inspiration for this. But uh, yet yeah, 98% of <laughs> my audience is a female. So no surprise, there's three females that have walked into this shop. So with her walking in, and I remember, and she also had because Hers was a little bit different because she had children with her and she was coming in and she simply said, I need to ask, where can you go to learn this stuff? But her, hers was a little bit different because she goes, like, we're experiencing things. My kids are going through things. I want to be able to help them and I can't help them. So I just want to know, is there any way, do you know of anyone or even if I can buy a book? So you could almost tell like the way she kind of came in, there was this different type of need. It was just very, very different coming off her. And I remember at the time, and we kind of heard it, it was like, well, we could only recommend. But the thing is, 
I know for me at that time, I knew and I had so much empathy for her to know, or had, well, I correct myself. I probably had more empathy for her kids because I know what it was like to, you know, teach myself or go through this growth and understanding of this world without that extra help. And it can be a really tricky and hard journey at times. And I think the empathy and compassion in me for the kids really kicked in. And we had a little bit more of a deeper conversation. So we went about and we talking about, I was helping her and what was happening with the kids at that particular time. But of course, as any of you have been or you've got kids or even for yourself growing up doing this, you know, it's not always a one quick fix. You can't just one answer or, you know, a quick conversation of 20 minutes is not going to solve, you know, and help you to map out someone's spiritual growth and understanding. It just doesn't work like that. It's a lifetime thing. But what was interesting, and then after this explanation, she was very, very appreciative of the information and guidance I could give her at the time. But then it was like, but honestly, what is, do you teach this? Do you do any of this? Like, where, where do I go to learn this? And it came again. It was very different. And it was, but this felt different because all of a sudden the energy, the understanding or whatever else, something clicked, something shifted. And the other thing too is, is I have a huge thing with, with spirit. I've got a, like a little agreement that we have going on. And it's my really like, Knock me on the head if I'm not listening. If I'm being too stubborn and I'm not paying attention, get the message to me this way. And that way is if I hear the same message on the same day, but from three different people, I know that is my cue. They're trying to tell me something. And of course, by this time, after talking to her, telling her about her kids, obviously meeting her kids, talking about all this stuff, and her asking me again, where do we learn this stuff? I've just gone, wow, okay. There's a need here. And not only has she asked me, but there was two other people that have come to the shop and asked this specific question. And I thought, why not? Okay. And what's really interesting too is because this is where I want to drill down, guys. This is where I want to help you right here, right now. This is the message. So in that moment, now in that moment, I saw it as a sign. I kind of went with it. But here's the thing. When I look back, on this experience now, and there's been others since then, don't get like, oh, there's more to go if you want to go and down that path. But if I look at that one experience, people were coming and they were looking for guidance. And at that time, I just happened to talk to her and help her a little bit because that's what I felt comfortable with. But even as I did that, I built up a little bit of trust and a little bit of rapport with her. Therefore, she was asking for more. Now, looking back on this experience, comes a beautiful phrase that I want you to take away. And this is a phrase that I get reminded of from another good friend of mine is, if not you, then who? If not you, then who? This is the whole thing. Because what you've got to understand is that in those moments, there are people that you can help. Now, the whole thing is you may be sitting there, you might be sitting on the fence and you might be going, you know, why me? No, I'm not qualified. I'm not this or whatever else. There's obviously things to play in. But at the end of the day, if you've faced yourself with this situation, if you have people knocking at your door, if you have people emailing you, hitting up you on socials or whatever else, and they're saying, oh, I'd like to know more. How how could I do this? Or how could I do that? 
guess what? They see something in you. This is not a question for them. They have already seen it. They have got a level of trust or rapport with you to ask you. They are legitimately asking you for your help, your guidance, your instruction in whatever it may be. And I'm telling you right now, because they see that, that is the great divine universe, spirit, whatever you want to call it, coming knocking at your door and providing you with the opportunity saying, it's time to believe in yourself. There is something here for you because we've been watching you. You've been sitting on the fence for long enough. It is time for you to step up. But you can just test this. You can try this out. You can give it a go. But the beautiful thing is, as much as you may not believe that you are qualified, worthy, or capable, whatever the words you're thinking, that you're telling yourself the reason not to, I'm sorry. They are negated because if you have multiple people asking you, they already see it. They already sense it. They can see something within you that you know is there, but they are just recognizing and calling you on it. Then comes the hard part. And that hard part is you willing to take up that challenge and step up and let that part of you start to shine. And if you do, you are going to be of service to people. You are going to help people in any shape or form that you feel comfortable doing. This is the whole thing, but it starts the process. That's the key thing here. It starts the process. You already have people there. This is a chance for you to experiment, have some fun with, and also help people out. Now, when you come at this, even if you're just starting out with something, but if you're coming at this with that kind of attitude, just remember, you're not turning into a full-fledged business. It doesn't mean you're going to take it off and make a career of it. The whole point is you're just offering people some insight, knowledge, and guidance that you already have, that they already see in you, and they're wanting from you. They want this. They want to learn from you. It'd be silly not to. Of course, always your choice. But if not you, then who? And that's the whole key thing. And we all have something unique to offer. Every single one of us, our journey is different. Our experiences are different. And that helps us with different things. And that's why different people will resonate with different mentors, coaches, and whatever else. And that's why we have to trust in that. And I'm telling you right now, if you have people asking you that, wherever it's coming from, in person, social, whatever, like I said, they are seeing something in you and you do have something to offer. And sometimes that is the great divine nudging you to go, own it, own your story, own your knowledge, own your experience and start to share it because all you're going to do if you do it right with the right intention is you're simply going to help people. If your intentions are based on that, then where is the problem? It's not like you're out there pretending to be going to be the next, you know, doctor this and doctor that. It's just simply you're going, right, I've got some knowledge to help people here. I can if and I my personal mantra with this is, by the way, is if I can help shorten your journey or save you from some of the pain, I will gladly do that for you. I always see that as part of my part of my job description is to help people to shorten that chain 
to shorten their experience so they can get there faster, but also with less pain. And if I can do that, I will. And that's when I do this work, even here on the Passcode. Right now, you listening, this is part of that because it was in that moment it really, really hit me. And reflecting on that and with the interview, looking at that perspective, that's when it really started to shift me. When I saw that and I was just coming from that space of service and being able to help people, I didn't worry about anything else. And so to follow on from that, it's simple. Like I said to her, well, guess what? Look, this is what's going to happen. Don't know where it's going to go, what we're going to do, whatever else. I said, but hey, look, come to my house. This will be this. It'll be open. Come along this time, 7 p.m. And I think by once I spoke with her and a couple other people the next day came in the shop asking the same question, you know, surprise, surprise, I invited about four people. Anyway, so the next week rolled around to the Tuesday night where we were hosting it at 7 p.m. And I was absolutely gobsmacked because not only did the four people turn up, but I had another 11 turn up to my door. That's how quickly the word had spread. There were 11 people at my front door coming to meet me, learn something from me. I had no idea what, by the way, but the whole thing was, was just open. Let's have a discussion, whatever else. But I had 15 people around my table at that time. And that was the first time I ever, ever offered it. And that, that also showed that it was something that was required. And the beautiful thing is I just did it and I literally did it because I wanted to offer and if I could help, I would help. I didn't know how. I didn't know, you know, how much. It wasn't about any of that. I was just offering my assistance. But I look at that and that was a pivotal moment. It was a massive pivotal moment for me to go, if not me, then who? And that is the message that I want to leave you with. I encourage you to look at that because people around you, if you're listening to this, and this is resonating with you, you already know what I'm talking about. You could probably already recall two, three people at least that have already asked you this question. And the whole thing is, it's not so much about, please, if you've had this and you haven't stepped up yet, don't beat yourself up. The whole thing is now, guess what? You've just been told again, this is another little nudge for you. And the whole thing is, it's just encouraging. So when you see this opportunity again, just roll with it, see where it goes, because I can tell you right now, I would not be here talking to you. You would not be here listening to me with this story unless I had have said yes to that opportunity. And I wouldn't have been able to even see it if I didn't recognize the pattern and go, right, people need this. So I encourage you, look deep within yourself, have a look at what's going around you because you have so much more to offer this world and people more than you realize. You have so much to give and it's completely up to you and you are in control of how you wish to give it. But the whole thing is, if you've got that calling, I just say, honor it. And if you've made it this far, thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And I would also love to hear from you if this has resonated and I'd love to know who's been calling you up and what have they been seeing within yourself. I would honestly love this. So hit us up. And of course, if you're listening to this and you like it, whack it on social, hashtag, tag us in it. I'd love to see and be a part of your conversation. So I'd really love to, to hear where you're at with this. But again, thank you so much for your, for your time and listening and tuning in today. It's been a privilege and I really do hope this helps you.